Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. I am joined, as always, by Sarge. It's me, Sarge. Still here. And the mysterious L. What's up, my cool cat, beautiful babies? Hey, it's Jazz L. Ooh, yeah, skip up. It's a good one. <sighs> I've always wanted smooth Jazz L in my life. It's what I've been missing. Squealy B! <laughs> yep. <laughs> ah, that's what I, I think of the squiggly P whenever I think of the jazz. That's what it's all about. Everyone knows that I am widely, like, publicly known to be associated with jazz yes <laughs> like i am i am a known jazz figure oh truly of all the jazz figures i can think of l is definitely at the top of the list 100 percent. well i mean let's not that's that's that sounds like appropriation i'm pretty far down on the list there there's several <laughs> there's several people of color above me but you know not not yeah. on the list there's me Big, uh, <laughs> a renowned jazz guy. <laughs> They're just like, hey, can you recall what instrument he plays? It's like, no, not really. It's like that. Yes, absolutely. it's about the instruments you don't play. Yeah, no, that's man. What a what a good uh, what a good spike on that one. Well done. <laughs> the problem is, it came so quick. I'm like inclined to just use it to segue into the booze bouche, which I'm doing now. Yeah. It's time for a light sampling of insanity. Get ready for the amuse-bouche. Yes. Okay, full disclosure, we're going to be talking about a guy. His last name is spelled in a way that I'm inclined to phonetically pronounce it. Majewski. If that's not how you pronounce it, I apologize. It is. It's, it, I, actually, I actually watched some videos of it because I was just like, is his name actually said this way? And, it's, and it is. And I was like, okay, we're going okay, with it. I mean, that's fine. I just, it's it's Polish. So, right. I mean, usually that like, you know, when you get into the C's, wedged between s's and z's it can get kind of tricky but that would suit pretty above board i just don't know how the polish language treats a j i guess as as we do they're just like us the polish <laughs> they're just like us <laughs> sometimes the j in polish is a y so it's um it, that's the one thing that i think is tricky so there's yeah. those those tricky polish you know yeah sometimes the j is a y but hey yes. well, like in in our in our the king's english you know, sometimes why is a vowel? And that's kind of fucked up. I mean, 
Vows are supposed to be special. Like, get out of here with that shit. Why? <laughs> yeah, ask, ask Wheel of Fortune. Get, get your own thing. Why? Yeah, yeah. Come on, why? That's right. So with the patented already off of the rails the people come here for. Anyway, so yeah. uh, this chap named Majewski, uh, I believe, is in the headlines for lying about his war record. Uh, Mike and or Sarge, fill us in, since, of course, Sarge is our military expert. Um, so so I, I think I'll... Go ahead. So I'll I'll start with who he is, and then I'll throw it to you for the military stuff at the end. So uh, Marjuski is running for Congress, and he's running against a pretty established Democrat. But the uh, redistricting, aka the gerrymandering that's been going on, has made this district more uh, more competitive, and it's it's possible that a Republican will be able to defeat the Democrat and flip the seat to the to the GOP. So Brzezinski is kind of an interesting candidate to run in this spot because he's a known QAnon. He's been known to be kind of QAnon supporting. He's an outlandishly bizarre MAGA lunatic who like painted his yard of a giant, like turned his entire yard into a Trump sign. He made a, a let's go Brandon rap video, which was uh, as you would expect from your standard chubby white guy rapping, not great. So he's been that he's he's been that kind of candidate, and you would think if you're just trying to like flip a seat, you you bring in Mister Milk Toast, boring guy to just like say the empty platitudes about guns being cool and taxes being bad, and they just win instead of nominating basically a slightly milder version of Marjorie Taylor Greene. But then you add the bonus flavor of stolen valor. So now yeah. take it away, Sarge. Okay, so um. Old uh, Marjuski here was in the Air Force, uh, and he said he served in Afghanistan. The uh, but everyone was just like, "Well, you were in the Air Force. We can find documentation of that." But nowhere in your record does it say you served in Afghanistan. Well, he said something to that. He said something along the line of, "Nah." You can't prove anything. And he submitted documentation saying, here, see, I was in Afghanistan. Um, But there's some problems with this documentation that he submitted. It looks really weird. It looks really hinky. Uh, And nowhere on it, this documentation he submitted, does it show he served in Afghanistan? It just shows that he was stationed in... uh, that he was transferred to Japan and Korea. Also, it shows that he fucked up at some point and got demoted. He got an Article 15 at some point and was demoted. Uh, and everyone's like, hey, what's up with that? Like, you definitely uh, left in your documentation here that you, uh, like, fucked up and got demoted. Also, nowhere on here. Nowhere does it show that you were in Afghanistan. Now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but is it the spicy follow-up to that that he has declared that you can't find the records of it because his mission was classified? Yes, he's like, <laughs> he's extra. He's like, yeah, you you can't. Don't I? I it was he reached out. I, he reached out to former President Trump, and he was just like, please classify classify my records with your mind. Yeah, he's like, it's it was, was it was extra double secret. <laughs> That's why you guys don't know about it. It was extra double secret. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, and 
everyone's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? If it's classified, <laughs> you still can't talk about it. You shouldn't, like, if you were on a classified mission, you shouldn't be talking about it. You fucking clown. And he's like, uh, every, every double down he makes, uh, is just worse for him. Just like KSD. Bazinga. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I just, what's so bizarre to me that like, you didn't have to go that extra mile, but was he just ashamed of being a logistics guy in the military? I mean, it's like, dude, you served. That's better than like 85% of Americans. Like you went into the army, you like did the work. And somebody's got to load planes. Somebody's got to maintain aircraft. Like, yeah, dude. And Tom Cruise is making planes mad hot right now. Planes, jets, like takeoff Atlantic platforms of various types. Like Tom Cruise is making it pop off. It's, like, just... it's like the cyberpunk anime, but for the military. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's just someone in his Twitter comments was like, it's okay. You weren't Rambo. A lot of us just go in and do a job. I was camo. I set up radio antennas. It wasn't sexy. Uh, for one year, I worked in the mailroom. I was just a, a postman in the army. Like Now, for what it's worth, you could make the first one sexier if you said that you erected antennas. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, which oh is what God. matters. You got you got to make your military job sexy. That reminded me of the there was like the ad for the U.S. Army, and they had all these different people doing jobs, and they giving them cool names like uh, the Force Multiplier. Oh and God, like all that, these, was, I, that and, fucking commercial. And, and then they had the cook, and they called him the Replenisher. That was yeah, yeah. my favorite thing. I was like, oh my God, you're trying to sell me on the cook being super cool. It's like, calm down. He's the cook. It's not that. I big out loud the first time i saw that commercial in a theater i just yeah. was absolutely dying i was like what the fuck are they talking about you know what guys i i think i'm going to be playing in a superhero tabletop rpg here in the near future and i'm glad that we talked about this because now i'm going to make the replenisher and uh, uh that's going to be incredible <laughs> they had a combo guy in that commercial too and i was like this someone the army spent a lot of money on this and they're absolutely not hitting their numbers i i'm in a couple army groups and um somewhat we've been talking about in the army groups like what happens if we really just don't make numbers and it's like well you know those details you you went on where it's supposed to be 12 people and only eight people showed up it's just going to be eight people from now on just, just like take that yeah, yeah. I, I remember like Republicans were complaining about the student debt relief because they're like, people won't join the military if they get out of debt. It's like, man, really? Just admitting the military is like a last ditch way to get out of being in a shitty spot. Thanks. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, they said the quiet part loud. Yeah. How about we just try to make the military cool so people will join it instead of being like, oh man, I'm fucked. Guess I gotta go and join the army now. It's like, wow, that's uh, not great. Not a great way to look at things. Although. Uh, Later on in those in our in our podcast, we might talk about how how joining the Russian military is fucking awesome. So yeah, <laughs> it's doing great. Yeah, look, I mean, historically, being part of the military has been great. Either you die in it, or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain, and also your government doesn't take care of you. At least that's how it works in the United States. I don't know what to tell you if you live in a different country. I just have to assume that's the way it works there too. Yeah, yeah. USA, no. USA. 
Uh, anyway, this guy the, this guy is uh, a stupid liar, and anyone who votes for him is a sucker. And uh, also, uh, Jazz L would call them. Uh, I don't know what's it. What's it? And he didn't what's have a negative. To what's he a didn't. negative jazz term that doesn't also seem sort of racist? He didn't <laughs> have to lie. <laughs> he, I will just call him a no good four flusher because that's my favorite insult for liars. Yeah, uh, you know what? I don't have anything, so I'm just. We're just gonna. We're, we'll go with floor flusher. That sounds like. Remember that commercial with the lady who called that other lady a lint licker? <laughs> classics. Uh, okay. Uh, speaking of classics, uh, Florida, classic state, hurricane, <laughs> classic Florida problem. Uh, currently, Florida rocked like a hurricane, specifically by Ian. I think is his name. Yeah. He's a big boy. Uh, but of course, this can't can't possibly be a natural weather phenomenon happening later in the season than is usual due to global climate change. No, no, no. Q has a different mentality. Mike, what's causing Ian to slam into Florida in this the end of September? Well, well, uh, first of all, obviously, uh, this is an attack on DeSantis because uh, he is a ultra mega super awesome probably pilled person and uh this is retaliation uh against him for the uh stunt with the immigrants being sent to martha's vineyard uh this involves the harp weather systems is this the doing of dark brandon uh i mean it's the it's the deep state and harp so you don't really have to uh you don't have to give brandon credit for it but you should because i mean he's technically the public figure of of the deep state at this point my god they're working outside the brandon system (laughs) So powerful is DeSantis that they have to go over Brandon's head. Yeah. So you have that part of it, which is, I mean, that's just very standard for these people where if a hurricane is going to hit a blue state, then it's God's terrible retribution upon them for allowing abortion and sodomy. And if, uh, if a hurricane or event like a weather event is going to hit a red state, then it is uh, harp using uh, demons attempting to uh, attack uh, God fearing Americans via their devastating weather weapons. The other hilarious thing that I've seen from QAnon is that uh, we were supposed to be right now talking while a 1-6 committee meeting was airing live, like because we, we record the podcast at 1 o'clock on Wednesdays. There was supposed to be a 1-6 committee hearing today at 1, but they decided to uh, postpone it due to the hurricane. And so QAnon uh, put two and two together and were like, Congress is fleeing because of the storm wait a minute, is it actually the storm? Is it happening? Are we about to experience the Great Awakening? So uh, they, th- so you have both sides of the coin. You have literally that this is an evil event being done by the bad people to impugn our beloved DeSantis. And at the same time, it's also the storm, which is going to involve martial law and the mass arrests of all the evil criminals in the deep state that are in Congress. And that's why they're running scared, yada, yada, yada. It's super awesome that this is the way the squirrel that runs around in the wheel inside their heads that constitutes a brain operates. So they're just the they're just the, the silliest clowns in the circus. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Like so is it so is it just is it just weather machine deep ops is that is that all Q has to say about the hurricane the uh, mighty cane? Yeah, but, but, I mean the harp is harp's one of the main things they they've loved that for oh, forever. Yeah. Oh, I mean they, we we all uh, lord knows we all love harp. 
<laughs> it's got the juice. Oh, it's harp. Yeah, it's uh, a it's a big satellite with weather control. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Duh. Everyone knows yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah, they've uh, they were doing that, and I also saw. Um, there were some there were some uh, articles out about uh, DeSantis talking to donors about how like after he declares for president he's gonna like suck it to Trump and let him know that Trump's a bum and he fucked up and lost the election to Biden and he was he was a bad president and I'm I'm taking the mantle of the Republican Party and um Qdon's reaction to this is of course uh, that this is kayfabe that uh, DeSantis and Trump love each other they're the bestest of friends all this stuff that's being said is just fake news by the lying mainstream media they're b- both going to run for president together Trump will just have to move to a different state for residency due to electoral college bullshit yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. it's just the, the two happiest clams in the sea Trump and DeSantis no bad blood no ill feelings None of that. Uh, the Trump Can DeSantis court- use recovering from a disaster to come out looking like a hero and finally get enough shine to get to be his own boy instead of having to be at, like kneeling at the Trump altar anymore? Oh, the, the the real the real question for me is like, do, does DeSantis have it in him to do like the quote unquote statesman bullshit? Because that was like the big thing that Chris Christie rested his hat on after uh hurricane sandy in new jersey like in the final moments of the election between romney and obama like christy and obama were like walking the beaches and like looking over damage and they were doing this whole thing where like i don't agree with the president he doesn't agree with me but we're working together to help the people in new jersey that were devastated by this hurricane and i i feel like DeSantis is probably going to do a press conference like if joe biden gets within 100 miles of florida we're going to Tell him to fuck off because I hate him because I have to be I have to be a dumb, angry baby if I want to win the Republican primary. So I think that's going to be really funny to see, like, how he handles that if like Ian is really uh, horrifyingly disastrous for Florida or not. Well, it sure seems like it's going to be as of this yeah. recording. We don't know. But yeah, uh, uh, it, you it, know. It, it looks no bueno. Is, is <laughs> it looks really bad yeah and if you're a resident of florida and get out uh you know like get get out and be safe and if you voted for desantis uh you get thoughts and prayers i'll give those to you yeah for sure thoughts and prayers to those desantis supporters who are now about to be facing like 12 feet of seawater (laughs) yeah good for them Uh, well done yep where's your god now i say if he's on the play, if, if he's on the battlefield, it sure seems like he's on our side right now. It's still Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, they, they they hit the button that caused all of Disneyland to rise up on its like robo stilts and walk inland. So it'll be fine. Yes. <laughs> it's it's like the school in that uh, anime. I can never remember the name of. Uh you know the one. That one. <laughs> yeah, the one you can't remember. So I was yeah. the, the one with the, what, what, what are the characters' names? Death the Kid, I think, right? Is oh, uh, Soul Leader. said Soul Hackers. Yeah, Soul Leader. Yeah, there we go. I remember. The, the, the anime, the dumb school does that. It walks around on two big dumb legs. It's very dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, dumb school and the dumb anime. You're the worst. Anyway, the speaking of being dumb, here's a big dumb segue into our regular news segment. From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. And look on the horizon, it's a big dumb forehead. It's our buddy Matt Gates, and he's back in the news. <laughs> he's 
not in trouble. Kind Allegedly, of. yep. Allegedly, Matt Gates is uh, apparently in the clear at this point. Our boy Matt Gates, who was looking for a pardon for his potential uh, sex crime calamities, uh, we now have a move that you totally do if you have committed no crimes. Right. Uh, exactly. uh, only the most innocent people are sniffing around presidents for pardons. Yes. It's just, you know, in case I do a crime accidentally, like who's, if I run a speeding, like if I the get a speeding ticket, do of them all. If I do, yeah. a, if I do a speeding ticket or something, I'll just cash it in and it'll be fine because I'm such a good citizen, but everybody <laughs> yeah. makes a mistake. I thought for sure they had him back in the day. We talked about it when he, like his, his buddy who paid for sex work, underage sex workers turned state evidence. I was like, and they gave him reduced time. Uh, right. Well, okay. So wh- where's this information coming from? Who is saying that he is not getting charged? Okay. Well, the, the people who are saying he's not getting charged are literally anonymous sources inside the investig inside like um, the investigations. I love those and, guys. Yeah. Those are my favorite. Those are my favorite sources. The anonymous ones. Yes. So we, we yeah we have anonymous sources that are just saying that like um, they don't think the charges are going to be filed, and the and the I, the gist of what's going on is uh, Peterman, the guy who is who was who flipped on him, and uh, Greenberg. My bad, I got that name totally wrong. But Joel Greenberg was the guy that uh, flipped on him. The gist of what these articles are saying is that he does not appear to be credible enough to have the goods on Gates to make the charges stick, which is, I guess, one of the good things that when you when you are hanging out with your fellow pederists is that they also look scummy and that a jury is just like, hmm, the pedophile saying this guy is a pedophile, but I don't know if I should buy the word of a pedophile. So it's like. I guess this just means that, like, when you're in the, when you're working in the in the world of uh, trafficking underage people for sex, you got to keep real good books so that when you flip on your co-conspirators, the feds can take your word for it. They can go, "Oh man, you really made this airtight." So that's on that's on you, Greenberg. You should have had better Venmo receipts. You should have had more documentation of Matt Gates's litany of crimes in order right. to actually have nailed him for this. Um, Greenberg's attorneys have said that they've heard nothing about nothing and they don't know where these anonymous sources are coming from and that they're still cooperating and they're still looking to, to nail this guy because that, that's kind of their ticket to like actually like get more betters, reduce sentencing and all that fun stuff. So exactly where the story is going right now is unknown, but it, this is the latest twist in the Matt Gates saga is that it appears he's going to get away with it, which has led a bunch of people to just be like, ha ha, you suckers who ever thought anything was ever going to happen. You dumb dumbs. Like there's a lot of, I'm, I'm not I, like, there's a lot of people that are like really into that kind of nihilism and, uh, crushing hope and and i understand it because cynicism is an awesome way to like be right about stuff a lot of the time it's why people are cynical but i think it's like really uh odd to like spike the football on this it's like yeah the powerful guy got away with sex trafficking how you like them apples you dumb libs Woo! <laughs> it's just... and he's just since like 
all seemingly getting away with shit. He just keeps going further and further right, further and further to the queue, uh, like appearing at queue conferences and shit like that, right? Uh, I don't, uh, Matt uh, Gates, I don't remember because uh, he's, I mean, Florida is its own little like happy. Well, I mean, the, the just... answer is yes, like obviously, because oh, yeah. they but all he, are, but yeah. Well, he he did do like a, a tour with Marjorie Taylor Greene, which is a bad look, no matter how you slice it. But I, I don't th- I don't remember him. Actually Maybe going that to- was just for the benefit of eggplant emoji. <laughs> Maybe he was trying to get over his love of baby emoji by getting with mom emoji eggplant emoji. <laughs> yes. Elle loves him some emojis. Truly, he is like young gravy. He's he's trying to normalize an attraction to older women. (laughs) Well, he should. Uh, So, and of course, um, QAnon, who've always claimed to be like dead set against pederasts, hashtag save the children, all this stuff. They're just like, see, the deep state was lying. We're right. We win again. And that's like the funniest thing. Whenever you actually deal with this stuff, at the end of the day, it's only about them being right. That's the only thing that matters. I saw a thread where someone was talking about how uh, Princess Diana was a good person, was killed by the deep state, and JFK Jr. And then they threw in Michael Jackson. And then somebody on the thread was like, but Michael Jackson was a pedophile. Like, I can't put him on that list. And then a bunch of other QAnon uh, supporters were just like, hey, the deep state told you that Michael Jackson was a pedophile. You can't buy into that stuff. And it's just like, oh, so you guys get to pick and choose who are the kitty touchers now, which kind of just makes this literally the Salem witch trials and you're just screaming someone's a witch and that's that's it and if they turn around and call you a witch they're just lying and they're the one who gets hung and or burned at the stake or whatever you get away with it because michael jackson was just a totally normal guy that the deep state couldn't control so they decided to ruin his career yes which is why which is why he died penniless and unsuccessful (laughs) exactly (laughs) this is known Yes, absolutely. Bam. L with a just rock solid uh, view of the history of Michael Jackson and exactly how it all ended. I feel like everyone was just like, yeah, man, he was a pedophile and that sucks, but also Thriller is the bomb and I'm not going to not love Thriller. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, Thriller is the bomb. Like he he just made a lot of good music and it sucks. It sucks that it is in his downtime. He seemed to like to behave inappropriately with minors like you know inappropriately it can be meaning a wide number of things even if that's just being a creepy robin like you know not not robin hood peter pan like it was just being creepy peter pan and just hanging around kids it's still weird i like it <laughs> you like this yeah. shit off <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I, I didn't think i'd be talking about michael jackson today <laughs> that, you, that you, is you, a weird you, one you, you never know what roads QAnon takes us down. It's just the nature of the beast. It's a magic. It's still it's a sore mag- subject. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in power, King. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, that, that's me. Associated with jazz and known lover of Michael Jackson. Um, yes. So, uh, Pennsylvania. Let's talk about Pennsylvania. Yes. It seems, I mean, I've only been through it. It seemed perfectly fine when I was driving through it. Uh, But every time it's in the headlines recently, it seems like a total 
nightmare. It seems like a nightmare. It, it seems does. like a big piece of shit. Mike, is Pennsylvania a big piece of shit? What's going on? What's 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 this? So yeah. tell, tell me, my grades. How, how shitty is Pennsylvania? Piece of shit. Uh, so um, the the Pennsylvania Republican Party is definitely a giant piece of shit because uh, their two nominees for a statewide office are boys um, Doug Mastrioni and uh, Dr. Oz are uh, one might say not good candidates. What could potentially you be those names back to back? That they sound like supervillains. They sound like <laughs> yes. Oh God, yeah. So in this race to see which one of these two guys can be the more unelectable and get crushed the harder by their opponent in this election, uh, Mastrioni has decided to uh, up the stakes by uh, having uh, audio leak uh, from a few years previous about how. When he got when because he, he was a state legislator and he basically wanted to pass a uh, anti-abortion bill and he wanted to make it clear that this anti-abortion bill was not going to just prosecute the doctors that performed the abortions. It was going to prosecute the women who got them as well. So, like, if you got an abortion under Mastrioni's uh, legislation, you and the doctor both went to jail. Like, that's just it. Like, you... he's going to prosecute them all and yes. not just the men. <laughs> But the women and the children. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, so that's what yeah, that's what our boy Mastrioni was up to. Um on top of that on top of all of this, um Mastrioni is an election denier. Uh he was at the Capitol on January sixth. Um he has uh he has promoted QAnon. The, this guy is as bad as it can get, and it is truly incredible that the Republican Party had nobody else to uh, secure the Republican nomination for governor in this state. And on, on top of all of that, like um, we had, a, we have a guy, um, we have a, we have a election, we have a senatorial election in New Hampshire, and uh, the Republican who won there was a big lie election denier. And after he won the general election, uh, the media was like, so, uh, Mr. Baldick, uh, however we say your name, but I think Baldick sounds good. I'm going to call you that because it's insulting. They were like, uh, so... Like, no, 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 please. Mr. Baldick was my father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, um, he, uh, Mr. Mr. Baldick, they were like, so buddy, buddy, amigo compadre, who won the election? And like two days after he won the Republican primary, he's like, Joe Biden was the legitimately elected president of the United States. I've never said the <laughs> Yeah, I, I never said, said otherwise. <laughs> Shut up. So like the, that kind of pivot you would think would be happening in a, in a, in a battleground state like Pennsylvania, but Mastrioni's just like, nope, Trump won, election stolen. When when I become governor, because uh, one of the fun things that we've talked about here on this podcast is that these Secretary of State races in all these states are very important because QAnon is trying to get election deniers in at Secretary of State to try to fuck these elections right. up in the future. 
In Pennsylvania, the secretary, the governor appoints the secretary of state. It's not its own elected office that someone runs for. And Mastrioni has made it clear. You elect me, I am putting a frothing nut in the secretary of state's chair. Like, like if you're a Democrat, your vote will never count in this state again so long as I fucking live. Rest assured of that, buddy. So uh, shockingly, that's why this guy's down 10 points right now. So looking at a double-digit defeat, which... Again, because uh, we have to bring him up because it's Pennsylvania. Our boy Oz is only losing by seven right now. So as inept and as incredibly shitty as Oz is, he's still doing three points better than Mastrioni. These two absolute chuckle fuck clowns. And uh, I've been seeing on Truth a lot that apparently in the next week or so, uh, there's going to be like a uh, teleconference with Mastrioni and Trump hanging out, having people call in and donate and support him and that's really amazing to me because like trump's the kind of guy that hates being around losers like he doesn't want that loser stink on him at all so i i, I don't know who talked him into hanging out mastrioni because uh boy that guy it's not looking too good we're we're, we're I mean, we'll, we'll see if it happens right like yeah Donald Trump doesn't seem like he's the sort of guy that would just be like, you know what, maybe, maybe I'm not going to this. That seems like it would, I mean, that does seem like it's perfectly his wheelhouse. It'd just be like, I don't feel like doing this. Yeah, he, oh, yeah. Stir, something, something politics. And he's just like, I don't care. G- give me a Diet Coke and a cheeseburger and I'm going to go watch television news coverage about me. <laughs> I'm the greatest. <laughs> Still yeah. am. Always will be. Yeah. Yeah, what, the, uh, the undisputed goat, Donald J. Trump. That's it's, that's it's, him. It's never been done better. And if anybody says otherwise, they are anti-American. There, I said oh. it. They hate America. They hate freedom. They hate everything. They're the worst. They're the absolute worst. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the, it, yeah. Exactly the sort of people people that hate America and freedom. So you know, elected officials and races in Pennsylvania, Bazinga. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But Mike, you never got around to answering the most important question, which is to say the actual physical state of Pennsylvania. Smash or pass? Mm. Uh, I, I would smash Pennsylvania. Uh, who wouldn't? That's how I feel about it. I, well, what I will say is uh, hard pass on New Jersey, because the one time I drove through New Jersey, I think they their, toll, their tolls emptied about $100 out of my wallet. Like uh, New Jersey is uh, rough to tr- to commute through. They are uh, they're not joking with those uh, with those tolls. They, they they take a bite out of you. I don't know how New Jersey isn't a utopia given all the money they they take from people that are driving around that state. I mean, how- historically, when 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 you think of the idea of New Jersey, are, are you not are you not thinking of a utopia? Uh, maybe I should be. Maybe, maybe I maybe I need to go back, like fly in and just not drive my car around and just bask in like the absolute like sprawling perfect metropolis that is New Jersey, uh, funded by all the clowns that are actually using cars in that state and just like everywhere they drive. Because I remember we were, I think we were like in Virginia and we were driving back to Massachusetts and I was just like, fuck, I've got like $90. I don't know if that's going to be enough to pay for all the tools once we get through New Jersey. It was like terrifying. It was like an actual worry of mine that I was going to be like, fuck, I'm going to have to like write a toll worker, like an IOU. Cause this was back before we had the, uh, before we before we had the, uh, the, the spot, the trans, the transponder in the car that would just like take the money out of your bank account. 
I was like, ah, this, this state, this state, this goddamn New Jersey. So, this uh, goddamn state. Yeah, which uh, which is where Doctor Oz lives. Which uh, the Fetterman campaign has brought up more than a time or two, and uh, Mastrioni. And it also just so happens to be the only state in the country that somehow manages to make beaches look bad. <laughs> yes, <laughs> even in places like like New England, where the beaches are shitty, they still look picturesque and beautiful. But like, I feel like when you're looking at a Jersey beach, you're just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, what was I? Oh, yeah. Like, and so if you're like, and if you if you're a listener and you're from Pennsylvania or from New Jersey and you're angry, consider my razzling of your state. Your call to action. Ha ha! I'll never out. know that you're angry unless you engage with us on social media, fools. <laughs> you can and scream that, into the void all you want, but it's yes. like it'll never oh. reach my ears unless it's via Twitter or whatever. Right. And so uh, I think like Mastrioni had something where someone was like, Hey, how's your health doing? And he's like, Oh, I'm doing great. And then when they like submitted the letters saying that Mastrioni is like doctor said he was great. His doctor was from Manhattan. So it's just couldn't find a doctor in Pennsylvania to give you the checkup. Huh? I had to like dip out to New York to do that. It's just the, like, it's incredible. Like one of the easiest ways to get attacked in politics is be, being called a carpetbagger. And it's just like, Nope. Just going to aggressively carpet bag. Just going to let you know that I'm not from your state. I'm just here to try to take power. That's all I want. I have no, I have no connection to you at all. Yeah, just look <laughs> at Rod Watkins. He was carpet bagging in Arizona and it failed so hard that now he's in the Australian outback making a kill dozer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> kill dozer confirmed. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's Schrodinger's kill dozer until. Until proven one way or the other, it, it, that that is both is and is not happening. <laughs> Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare insurance plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare insurance plans at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Oh, God. For legal reasons, it's mostly not happening. I guess is our official position on it, but yeah. <laughs> our official stance is that Ron Watkins is not in the process of committing multiple felonies. That is the official, but, but mostly because I don't know, and if he does end up going on like a killdozer spree, I don't want to like when this comes up in evidence. I wanted to be pretty clear that I didn't know shit. He just seemed <laughs> like the sort of guy who might make a killdozer in Australia. Yeah, yeah, yep. he has real killdozer vibes. Yeah, yes. And then he's gonna like terrorize Sydney with it or whatever because I do like that and Melbourne are the only two places in Australia that I know. Yeah. Are there other cities in Australia? I don't know. Call Who action, etc. 
Yeah, hey, Karma, now, get now, at now us. Now we're going for a whole cotton and he's a bad man. He can't be stopped. And another thing I hate about Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, humanity. <laughs> Honestly, Earth, it's going to be a pass for me. Uh, <laughs> <sighs> uh, okay, so uh, en- enough necking. It's time to talk about the not exactly breaking news, but also still incredibly fresh news. That just happens to be part of a, a segment that we have to dig out of mothballs, uh, which is our our Russia roundup. Did we ever? Did we ever get a bump for Russia roundup? Uh, I don't think so. so I'll, uh, I'll... It's time for the Russia roundup. Get it! Yeehaw! Stop! Go on now! Go on, Russia! Get it! <laughs> I think that was the Rona roundup, but yeah. It could be both. It's all roundups. Yeah, the blank ra- roundup is the bit. Yeah, it's all. Yeah, it's, ra- it's it's, it's roundups it. all the way down. Uh, so yeah, yeah, we could sneak a quick Rona roundup in here. Rona roundup, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rona roundup uh, uh, update for uh, the type of recording right now, late September 2022. It's over. Yeah. Dark Brandon has declared that coronavirus, the pandemic, is done. So congratulations, we did it, boys. Anyway, let's talk about Russia. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, our boy, uh, Vladdy Daddy, uh, QAnon's favorite, uh, person that's not the God Emperor Donald Trump, but on some days he even surpasses Trump. Uh, he has declared a quote unquote partial mobilization of, uh, the Russian, uh, military right. because, uh, they're getting rolled in Ukraine in ways that are embarrassing and horrifying. Break a leg, those guys. Oh, yeah. Um, it, you know, <laughs> There's an actual video of that on, on the uh, internet. Somebody, try, somebody posted it on Twitter, and as I was scrolling, I saw it, it was autoplaying, and then I saw what it said was about to happen, and I quickly got the fuck away from that. I don't want no part of watching that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, I get it. If you want to break your leg up so that way you don't have to go die in this war against Ukraine, then uh, that's your prerogative, but I don't want to see it. Like, nope. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so uh, just the, do a coup or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, just hurry up and mobilize to coup. Just do a just do the coup. Yeah, uh, uh, de- de- depose your dictator who's trying to kill you, but but then his security force will kill me. Yeah, you're dead either way. You might as well go out like fighting him instead of like going to Ukraine and just being murdered by people defending their homelands from you, the invader, the attacker. Um, but also, I'm not a military guy, so don't take advice from me. Maybe no. maybe don't do a coup. Yeah, or hey. do one. It's up to you. Yeah, I I know what I would choose, but that's for yeah. me. That's a secret for me. Yes, B- balls in your court, Russian citizen. Uh, so, on top of this mobilization, which has led to a mass exodus of uh, military aged men is fleeing Russia in a desperate effort to avoid conscription. Um, while this was all happening last night, Ukraine's withering offensive, just recapturing all this land, uh, continued apace. So uh, Russia is losing in every imaginable way. Uh, Hilariously, Russia has also released uh, the results of their totally fair and balanced free and fair election for the referendums for the conquered territories. Oh, yeah, to see if they want to officially join Russia. I I, I heard it was going to be a nail biter. Oh, it was razor thin, but uh, the 2 a.m. ballot dropped. The mules, the Moscow mules came trudging in with their ballots to just barely put Russia over the top. And, uh, oh, no, wait, they won by like 97% of the vote. It's weird how when people point a gun at you and tell you to check the yes box or you'll die, you you, you check the yes box. Baffling. That's, 
I, they don't even have to do that. They just they well, the just, people have like, spoken. Stuff it. Yeah, yep. The people have spoken. Russia, well, all, the the uh, Luhansk, Luhansk and Donetsk uh, pro, uh, areas have uh, wholeheartedly agreed, one hundred percent, that they want to be part of Russia. Uh, Ukraine needs to back off because if they invade those territories, which are now 100% Russian, uh, that will be a act of war that could trigger a nuclear response from Russia, allegedly, supposedly, because Putin's not bluffing this time. Totally not bluffing. I didn't uh, log on to Twitter this morning and see World War III uh, trending, and it was all Russian uh, apologists and propagandists talking about how Biden's the one pushing this. And how it's all on America if anything bad happens. I mean, and we you can go ahead and nuke Ukraine. That's the end of Russia. Not even China is going to back them at that point. Like, yeah. it's like, okay, everybody gets to fight Russia now. Uh, <laughs> right. No more Russia. Russia doesn't exist as a country anymore. Uh, <laughs> cue, cue the uh, highway to the danger zone. Whatever, like beef jerky freedom eagle song you want uh because every jet we own is like now in the air (laughs) beef jerky freedom eagle okay that's a term i've never heard before i mean what you know exactly what i mean like i can highway to the danger zone um any of the songs from like 300 that guy that guy standing in that like gale force wind rainstorm with the american flag rocking out that is immortalized in gift form forever yeah, that that'll be cued on Storm because that's just like every NATO asset ever is just like, all right, Russia doesn't get to be a country anymore or have nukes because they shot one off. Just zip. <laughs> well, that's where we have to reveal that we actually have the lasers that can fucking snipe your nuke as it's trying to come, as it's coming out of the silo and just be like, hey, yeah, we had Star Wars this whole time. We were just holding back on you guys. I mean, we fucking better. Like, I yeah. mean, it's been a long time. We spent a lot of money in our defense budget, so like. I expect some pretty sick defense. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> Concur. Like, like been... D, D plus picture of fence. When the nukes start flying, I want to be pleasantly surprised by the U.S. military's response. I want it to be like, <laughs> hey, guess what? All of the nukes that they got, that they sent to us, like, they did not get here. I mean, we're all going to die anyway because the rest of the planet is now a blighted hellscape and all the wind is irradiated. Uh, but at least for the time being, like we still have infrastructure. My fellow Americans, I have good news and bad news. Good news: our nuke shooting lasers totally work. Bad news: our nuke shooting lasers had to be deployed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, <sighs> certain, like I mean, that's that's military action, and certainly nobody is taking any military actions right now. Like, there's, no. Like I mean, the Russia the Ukraine thing that's that's the end of it. They're like yeah. Russia. Russia's been quarreling with Ukraine for a while now. We don't support it, but that's the way it's been, and that's the end of it. So let's let's move on. No other military <laughs> actions to discuss, <laughs> unless that's me. You count yeah. uh, the old Columbo, like uh, yeah, one more thing or whatever. Uh, unless yeah. you count like uh, what what seems sure seems like a submarine destroying a couple of pipelines off the coast of what was it, Denmark. Yeah, yeah the uh, the Nordstrom uh, the Nordstrom pipelines, which are like basically the main way that the Soviet Union or Russia supplies Europe with gas, have mysteriously been sabotaged. And uh, to all like coherent logical people, 
they're like, oh, Russia's just being total shitheads about things and just doing this in order to prove a point. They're like, hey, guess what? Europe's never getting gas again from us ever until they uh, stop giving Ukraine weapons and knuckle under to our uh, basically resource blackmail. And on the other side, we have the uh, Russia apologists who are like dark Brandon blew up the pipeline with his dementia brain, but can still fire (laughs) his psycher powers. Yeah, he's while he's riddled with dementia and can barely put on his pants in the morning. He's also a psyker who can just blow up pipelines with, with mind power control. And it is wild uh, just seeing this, uh, these two separate realities just uh, dealing with each other. Because on the one side, you just have Europe who's like, okay, look, we're, it's going to take us a little while to get over to those pipelines and see what happened to them. But it was probably Russia. Meanwhile, the Kremlin party line and like, the thing that's so sick is it's not even just QAnon. You just have a bunch of like right wing shit weasels being like, hey, I don't I don't want to like I don't want to think the worst of America and, and its foreign policy but this pipeline thing stinks to high heaven cuz there's like all these clips about um Biden talking about how Nordstrom 2 won't happen if uh Russia invades Ukraine they're like yeah that pipeline we'll figure out something about it you know and now people are basically saying that Biden was like a mob boss that was just like yeah if you attack Ukraine I'm not saying anything's going to happen to your pipeline but I'm not saying it won't and given the little wink and nudge and all that kind of stuff and it's like America has no reason to do this we're winning. Like Russia is losing in Ukraine. It's getting like to the point where you could almost say Russia has lost in Ukraine. There would be no reason for us to spike the football like this and to provoke. We haven't sent any air support, which is what they really needed. And, but they seem to not, I, I don't, man, Russia must have no air force to, to speak of. I don't, I know they were doing some bombing early on, but I don't understand how they're not winning if they have air superiority. This all doesn't make any sense. Um, But we haven't sent any overt military assets over there, but we keep sending more and more weapons. And it turns out like Russia's weapons fucking suck. I just saw the reports yesterday where the, the new conscripted Russian soldiers are just like, Hello, yes, Ukraine. Yeah, we were just deployed here. We were wondering about the proper way to surrender. We'd lo- we'd like to do it uh, correctly. Uh, none of us want to be shot and we don't want to fight. So, uh, we're surrendering. How do we do that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just, just walk towards you with our hands up. Okay. Yeah. We can do that. We'll be there in five minutes. Yeah, exactly. They they have to lay lay their rusty AK 47s from like 50 years ago on the ground. Yeah. Yes. Like, and the Ukraine has a surrender hotline. They're just like, Oh, you're just surrendering. And it's getting used like, oh my god, yeah. The the I, I'm just continually baffled how we all fell for Russians, like Russia's military propaganda for so long, and then but, they just tried to pick on their dorky next door neighbor and are getting just fucking rocked. But they had the military. They had those recruitment videos. The guys had six pack abs. They were so manly, and America's recruitment ads are so woke. They have the replenisher. I mean, fuck that guy. He's obviously some sort of stupid lib with his. Somebody has to make hamburgers for like the twenty year old kid in the drone pilot seat. As he just like 
effortlessly destroys all of your crowd troops. <laughs> all of your six pack ab troops getting just ab- getting blown blown the smithereens by a predator drone strike. He's like, yeah. "Hey, Tony, you see that guy drinking that cup of coffee right there? Because they're these soldiers are on a break. You think I can drop this bomb directly into the cup?" <laughs> and then they like make a little wager on it, and then he kills like five guys with the push of a button from like four hundred feet up in the air or whatever, because like some gyro stabilized micro explosive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's truly bad. <sighs> Things are going real good for uh, Vladimir Putin, who's possibly yeah. in hiding in the literal woods uh, because. <laughs> Ukrainian agents. <laughs> the well, I uh, is he the prime minister or the president of Ukraine? It was like they keep sending assassins after me, and we keep stopping them. If I send an, an assassin after Putin, it'll just be one, and he'll succeed. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. his statement. Stop sending shitty assassins after me. I'll send one good one after you. So yeah. mobilize the Ukrainiac. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and then a, a guy with a Ukrainian patch posted a picture on social media in, in was it the Red Square with the Kremlin? And just like, we're, we're here. Like, we just walked in. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, that's because Vladdy Daddy is shirtless in the woods. Oh, it's, God. It's, it's so he won't disturb anyone when he transforms into a werewolf. Yeah. Yes. The, the, he's really going to turn the war effort. He's going to go to the oh. front line himself in his wolf form, and then forget about it. Oh, it's all over, baby. All over. He's like, he, yeah. Vlad's the ultimate ubermensch. He's like super. He's like super swole. Well, we got we got kind of off topic just uh, talking about Vladimir Putin being a werewolf. Uh, yeah. So, but it seems it seems much more likely that his actual play was to be a dickhead and sabotage this pipeline. Because there's not, there's only like a handful of nations that could be responsible for this. The pipeline <laughs> is at such a depth that like, it's not just like a thing that you could just, you know, effortlessly sabotage. It's not like some, you know, th- this this would probably not Al-Qaeda doing this. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't think they've got the required necessary tools for this one. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for ISIS to take credit for sabotaging it. They're like, yes, we did it. We sabotaged the pipeline. Yeah, we, ISIS... we used our submarine. Yes. The, the, the ISIS nuclear-powered sub to, to get down to the depth required to blow up, to, like, precision detonate these pipelines. Because it's, like, two explosions directly on target, like, within a short amount of time from one another. That's that. Like, yep. was... and yeah, and now it looks like Godzilla is coming out of the ocean. Yeah. So you know what? Maybe it wasn't Russia. It seems like it was too precise and well done to be Russia. <laughs> maybe I mean, way to go, Russia. Your incompetence might have bailed you out for this one. Maybe it was sneaky China. Maybe yes. it was China just getting in there to get America and Russia even more at each other's throats. That's very possible. But you know who could fix all of this? Donald Trump. Because Donald if, Trump. If only Donald Trump was president still. Oh, oh God. But- uh, Donald Trump Russia has posted. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Trump has posted on Truth Social that this war has to come to an end, and he has offered to be the leader of the peace delegation to try to uh, hash things out between Ukraine and Russia. 
because uh you know when you think of statesmen when you think of someone who's got the the juice needed to like bring uh ukraine and russia to the bargaining table and to hammer out a deal it's donald trump that guy totally on the ball you gonna handle everything it's gonna be it's gonna be great he's gonna be really good sounds like begging for work to me (laughs) yeah remember that time we kind of sent dennis rodman over to north korea yes yeah. Um, so Donald. I mean, Trump, hey, what, yeah. what Dennis Rodman gets up to is none of my business. <laughs> yeah. Dennis Rodman does not speak for me. No. So what our boy Donald Trump said was uh, U.S. leadership should remain cool, calm and dry. I don't know what the fuck that means on the sabotage of the Nord Stream pipelines. This is a big event that should that should not entail a big solution, at least not yet. What does that even fucking mean? Uh, The Russia Ukraine catastrophe should never have happened and definitely would not have happened if I were president. Do not make matters worse of the pipeline blow up. Be strategic. Be smart. Parentheses. Brilliant! Exclamation point. Get a negotiated deal done now. Both sides need and want it. The entire world's at stake. I will head up group. Triple question mark. Yeah, it wouldn't have happened if you were president because we wouldn't have been sending Ukraine all these fucking super weapons so they'd have lost. Yeah. Oh, God. That's one of my favorite things about uh, QAnon is that trying as they try to twist and turn the world to make sense of the fact that they got their asses kicked in the election they're like oh no trump had to lose this is all good optics for putin to invade without trump in the white house and it's like you know if i was in the russian military getting murdered by ukrainians i'd be like oh man i'm so glad the new york times isn't able to call trump a warmonger while this war's going on it's much better that i die than trump having to spar with like the the lamestream media it's like oh my god it's just, it is wild that like the, the the contortions these idiots have to do in order to get in order to justify like how the world's actually uh, happening, the result, the things that are actually happening. And they're like, no, 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 totally fitting the plan. Everything's going the way we foresaw. Everything's going the way Q said it was going to happen. Life's good. We're winning. We're happy. We're great. And, and so- Trump, the great ambassador to peace, is here. To he's <sighs> going to bail us out of this Russia Ukraine. Uh, special military operation or, or whatever they continue to insist on calling it. Yeah. Which yeah, I think is great. I, They're just like, yeah, we're not at war. We're conducting a special military operation. It's like, dude, I mean, the whole world is watching you. Like, it's pretty clearly a war, mate. It's pretty yeah. war. It, it's looking pretty warlike to me. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm yeah. Thinking I mean, is- hey, we're, 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 just, we're losing so many men in this total not war that we're like calling up a draft. So, yeah, yeah, get ready to get drafted into not war. It's not even yeah. a war. It's not even important enough to be called a war, guys. You're just getting drafted for no reason. Right. Now take <laughs> your wildly not. out of date malfunctioning weapon and go get murdered by drones and fucking like cr- crazy surface to air shit uh, out on the battlefield. Just yes. get wrecked by it. Yep. Yeah. So uh, Ukraine. Uh, going well for the people that are on the side of sanity, not so good for the people that are in favor of the fascist dictator. But uh, the one something that's not going great for America is the fact that every week we have to just talk about Donald Trump embracing QAnon more and more. Donald Trump and QAnon are just literally just trying to get a hotel room every week. It's all that ever happens in our world. Trump, and it is the weirdest thing because... I really don't know how you can edge this any more than they've already edged this. I mean, it's just 
this thing that is constantly happening, but is never actually consummated, but it's still happening. Uh, uh, in the past day, Trump has gone on another binge on Truth Social, reposting, uh, I think it was like 22 different QAnon accounts. He reposted something that had a meme that had the phrase, nothing can stop what is coming on it, which is a very well-known QAnon slogan. He retruths another thing that had the where we go one, we go all hashtag on it. So his further and further embrace of QAnon just uh, continues. Like there's no there's no shit that QAnon can't post on Truth Social that he won't amplify. Uh, there was a video. It was like a I think it was like a two minute long video. And it was a, it was one of those like fan videos where you have a bunch of stills and you like smash cut from one still to the next and that one had an endless array of uh, q and q anon uh, messages on it it had trump inside a q a, a giant q with the with a, the q plus logo on it it had trump's face with a q on the side of it a chess board of a q and trump's just like fuck it retweeting it boom and boom and this was the inevitable consequence of creating Truth Social the way the people who made it did it, because they actively, aggressively pursued QAnon promoters to join this, this platform. Uh, Truth, uh, Truth Social Q, their dumb fake Q, got his account before Trump did. I would say 95% of all QAnon promoters that are on that site have have check marks. They're verified. There's like a couple QAnon promoters who don't have check marks and they're pissed. They just constantly are like, I don't know what it takes to get a check mark around here, but everybody else has one and I'm not understanding it. So you have created this social media platform that's literally just QAnon, Trump's biggest fans. And all they do on that platform is like just make memes, uh, post stuff about Trump's the greatest and I hope he'll be president again soon. I know the Great Awakening's going to do it and he's going to get reinstalled. And Trump's just seeing all his fans just telling him how great he is. And of course he's going to repost it because he loves being told he's great. He he's a narcissist that can that only exists by getting affirmation It's the only thing that sustains him in this world. And it's this perfect positive feedback loop because Trump posts shit. It makes the liberals really mad because he's emboldening QAnon. Then QAnon gets like super excited because they're like, Oh my God, Trump's talking about us. This is great. So so they post more shit. So Trump keeps reposting their shit. So the fucking people that are not QAnon get angrier and angrier and QAnon gets happier and happier. So it's just this never ending cycle of just affirmation and rage. And Trump gets to troll his enemies while uh, also making his supporters happy. So it just never stops. It's just, it's, it's just constant. And the one thing that is funny was at the latest rally, they once again played the QAnon song. Like they know what they're doing with that fucking song at this point. Yeah. They're like, cause of the last, the last rally when they played it, some Trump spokesperson was like fake news. We don't know what you're talking about. The song's name is mirrors and you're just making up something to try to stir up controversy. And then it got reported for like a week that like, yeah, the song is, it has one name and it has another name and you're using, you're using the song because of its other name, which is uh, where we go when we go all and you fucking know it. And so Trump held another rally, 
did his big thing at the end where he talked about how much America sucks and they played the music. And this time when the crowd tried to do the finger point, because that happened the last time and QAnon appropriated oh, yeah. it. <laughs> I remember hearing about this. Uh, the, so, yeah. so, so somebody, some savvy individual on Trump's team realized that that particular gesture, uh, a little bit of bad optics. Yeah. Yes. Hey, uh, yeah. Knock it off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Security began running through the crowd, telling people to put their finger down. That we are not doing the raised hand, one finger point in the sky thing anymore. No, just like it's like, but but it means where we go. Just keep that one to yourself. No single hand, ninety degrees salutes. <laughs> whatever that hand is doing that is that cool like yeah, go ahead yeah. and throw throw it up like the rock away throw your diamonds <laughs> up that's fine like ddp several yeah. other people have used this before but those are the, those are the two i pulled yeah <laughs> yeah so, and uh there was a reporter there who said that they were trying to do the gesture in solidarity with QAnon at this point because now now that that gesture has been co-opted by them 100 percent. so um but it's so funny that like Trump does all this stuff on social media, but in the real world, he's got his security guards telling people, Hey, don't be so QAnon in front of the cameras, dial it back a skosh. But uh, again, QAnon doesn't care. They're, they're orange. God I like to imagine is... that, he, that he came off the, the stage at the end of the last thing. And he like went to like, you know, his people, he was just like, what's with the Nazi thing. I didn't think we, I didn't think we were doing that anymore. <laughs> And they're like, we're looking into it, sir. He's like, okay, cool. Give me a back of the cheeseburger. We're going to go watch TV about me. Uh, although, at, I think at the most recent rally, he uh, had the crowd. He was like, hey, now now they're talking about the N-word. You know what the N-word is, right? And the crowd, like, they didn't oh, say boy. it loud enough to say it, but... It, there, it, the N word was said. It, it was thrown out, and then he's like, "Oh no, no! I meant nuclear. I was talking about nuclear." So the fact that like Trump was just like, "Hey, racists, want to get it out of your system? Ha ha ha! You can." That was uh, really uh, quite a jarring little moment from our former president. Just yeah, like, he was hey. just like, "I was talking about the word nuclear." Now, friends like you, I also do not like nuclear moving into my neighborhoods. Yeah. Yes. It's a shame. Nuclear is driving down property values in areas that used to be so beautiful, am I right? <laughs> yeah. God. <laughs> and uh finally on this little subject is uh Cash Patel are um one of Q- one of the Trump clowns who is now also aggressively embracing QAnon. He's uh signing his uh new book, his sequel to his first uh plot against the King book. He's signing his new book with the uh, "Where We Go and We Go All" slogan. If you pay for an autographed copy, he'll 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 slap that on there for you. And uh, someone asked him, he was like, "Yo, Cash, what the fuck is are you doing with this QAnon stuff?" He's like, "Hey, it's all good, good fun. Everyone enjoys it. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's cool. It's good." And so, uh, yeah, just um, thinking that embracing QAnon totally acceptable, totally fine. Right. No, sure no, no, no harm in that. Again, we didn't just have someone in Michigan uh, kill a family member and potentially paralyze another family member due to their falling down the QAnon rabbit hole. No dangers, no risks, no, no, no broken families or anything. Nope. Fuck you. So yeah, these people, are, these people are monsters and ghouls, all of the above. It's fine. It's fine. Yes. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Quit pitching. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> ah, so that yeah, I'm I'm out of steam there. Time to hit the mailbag, I think. Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. Time to get steamed back up with our steamy bag. Yes, our steamiest bag. Uh, Me Bad asks, uh, who will be the next crappy celebrity accepted into the Daily Wire family? Which, uh, that's Ben Shapiro's little grift uh, shop, which uh, brought Gina Carano into the fold after the whole Disney kerfluffle yep. and all that kind of stuff. So, is, it, is that the production company that's making that Rosa Parks movie with a white person or whatever? I, I haven't, I haven't heard of that. That sounds awesome. Oh my god, what a dumb, what a dumb. Or was skit. it a Malcolm X movie? They're, they're making some movie where they're just like to own the libs and to just be like, this is how we feel about when you take the Little Mermaid to make her black. We're gonna. We're going to do a Malcolm X movie, but he's going to be white. <laughs> it's like, okay, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you do understand that, like, the people you're talking about are actual historical figures. And this, again, this isn't changing the Little Mermaid's uh, ethnicity. She's fictional. When you're changing it, when you're changing an actual historical figure's ethnicity, that's revisionist history. And that's fucking weird. I mean, it's just... Uh, Oh my God, these people—they're just um, super bizarre clowns. Ah, I really but, don't. But Matt Gates, but Matt Gates used to want to fuck the Little Mermaid because of the <laughs> book she's like thirteen or whatever. Uh, but now that she's a person of color, he can't get it up. He can't eggplant emoji anymore. <laughs> yes, yes, Mike. <laughs> it used to be fish emoji, eggplant emoji, splash emoji. Now it's crying eyes emoji. This is all true. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so crappy, crappy. Who's the next crappy celebrity to get scooped up by these idiots? I don't know, man. I don't like all the all the, all the celebrities I know of are either like liberal or savvy enough. But he is he not already scooped up by them? Like, does he not already count as being already influenced by the devil? He was just making yeah. headlines for ranting and raving about how if he was like a like. He was like, oh, if I was a transgender Islamic, I'd be getting a bunch of work. But because I'm a conservative Christian, I get nothing. It's like, fucking cry about it, dude. You were Hercules like 30 years ago. Like, yeah. How's that? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, we, we're all aware of who you are and who you Lucy were. Lucy Lawless managed to continue her career. You don't see her bitching about it. She did it <laughs> the old-fashioned way. She went on stars and she showed her boobies a lot. And then people <laughs> yes. were just like, you know what? Lucy Lawless is great. Yes. And now I don't think she has to show her boobies anymore because everyone just acknowledges she's great. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I enjoyed Spartacus for the first two seasons. It was totally fine. There were lots know. of penises in it, too. It was lots yeah. of penises and it boobies was equal in opportunity. Show. Yep. I mean, you don't really see that many dongs in, like, media a lot. Like, it's usually because, you know, the dong is sort of like getting into porn territory. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's harder to cover up a, a dong with just, like, a merkin. Like, <laughs> yes. The Spartacus was just like, it was chock a block full of dongs. It was like, my God. <laughs> That's it's all about dong. dongs all the way down. Oh, man. We're I, like, dong a kiss. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next question. Oh, no, I, I, we haven't mined the dongs for enough content yet. <laughs> I don't think we ever came up with a celebrity. Uh, Bill Cosby. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He, he's, free. he's he's somehow a free man. 
Yep, he's a free man. He can join. They, they could get Kyrie Irving. I mean, that dude's like like reposing Alex Jones and whining about how being anti-vax cost him $100 million. I'm sure Kyrie could use some some bread from those people. Oh, my God. Ugh, man. But, yeah, it's mostly about Spartacus. Maybe maybe some of the people in Spartacus could join the Daily Wire. That'd be great. Uh, um, excuse me? Dongacus? No, yes, I, don't, I don't want anybody from Dongacus to join the Daily Wire. They're all actors I respect. Okay. <laughs> uh, Reverend Xenofact asks, uh, Putin is pissing off Russians and there was a hoax about the Chinese coup. Uh, so imagine Putin and Z fall in very quote unquote final ways. How would QAnon react to their heroes losing power and then some? Who would there who would be their remaining or new heroes? How would do they explain it? Um Putin being deposed violently would be a massively awful thing for QAnon because like with Trump losing the election, at the very least, they can lie about it and come up with devolution and all this stuff. If like Putin was removed from power and sent to the Hague for war crimes or was like summarily executed by the new regime or whatever, like they they would literally have to admit the deep state won like in that spot. And they would and that is something that they cannot process. It's it's why it took them so very long to come up. I love how you assume that, that this is gonna be what backs them into a quarter. They would immediately just be like, This footage is faked. Putin is fine. Yeah. He this is Putin's a doppelganger. It's a hologram. It's a robot. This it's a life model decoy of Putin. Real Putin is don't worry, he's fine. Like there, there's no way that they'd just be like, dogs, we lost. No. D- d- tricky deep state one again. <laughs> oh, they, they would come up with things and like that would this is the main the the situation would require a solid lie to get them back on board. They'd be like, oh, it's the first arrest. It's finally happening. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. The first because, arrest was Putin the whole time. Yeah, because, um, what was I going to say? Like, basically, QAnon had established canon. They had they had their story, and then Trump lost, and they were just flailing around for a long time, trying to come up with how did Trump lose? How was this even possible? Like, they needed something to fit the narrative, and that's how that this uh, Grifter Patel Patriot, that's how he made it big, because he was able to give them the pleasing story about, oh, no, no, Trump didn't really lose. He's the secret president. It's all working out. It's great. And boom, that guy became the new hotness. He's doing podcasts with all the other QAnon grifters. He's working his angle. He's got his own show. And that's how you make it big time is by giving them the content they need to fix the plot holes in their narrative. So if like Putin got deposed, if you wanted to be the next big QAnon grifter, you would have to try to explain how this is actually a good thing. You'd have to be like, oh, wait a minute. No, Putin was actually a bad guy. And this is how we explain that. And it would take them like three or four months, but there would be like a new consensus narrative. I, I like my, one of my favorite things that I've read was uh, awakened outlaw. The guy that like literally spends all his days calling me fat and being very mad at me. Awakened outlaw had this post where he was just like, if you don't see that Trump devolved the government and everything's working exactly the way it was supposed to, I just don't know what to tell you. I mean, your eyes are just, your eyes are just shut. You just don't get it. You're just, you're just missing it. You're being willfully ignorant. And it's like, 
motherfucker, you were one of these guys that said Trump was going to win all 50 states. You were at the Capitol on 1-6 when the riots happened. You were just smart enough not to break down a door. Never not once did you think Trump was going to lose. But now that you've been given your talking points, you've been given your new story, you're just like, well, it's obvious devolution was the plan the whole time, and you just all need to wake up and understand. It's like, shut up. It's like, no, you never thought that. You've been, you had to be like, like, you were like, someone Tell me what to think. And the Patel Patriot said, Here, let me, Awakened Outlaw, come tight to my bosom. Let me nuzzle you and, and preach to you the words of devolution. And then Awakened Outlaw was like, Oh, thank God. Now the world's good again. Now I can be happy because um, Trump isn't really not the president. He's the shadow president. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, that's, it is, that's the, the, the main situation. The main answer is that they'd be on their back, the back foot for a few months. They would get their talking points. They would adjust the story. They would fix things. And then they'd go back to running their con. But in that turbulence of those few months where they didn't have an answer, they'd lose some followers. Some people would leave the movement, stuff like that. But QAnon will always endure. Like the need to keep the LARP going will never end. QAnon endures. <laughs> yes. Oh God, England prevails. Let me tell you. Where we continue yeah. to go on, we continue to go all. <laughs> yes. Indefinitely. Yep. Oh yeah. That, that's one of the things I love so much about QAnon is that Q literally told these people, "Yep, this shit's gonna be in the bag in a couple months. You're gonna cuff mm-hmm. and stuff all of them. You're gonna take care of them. It's gonna be great. You don't have to worry about anything." And now we're like five years into the movement and you have just so many people posting stuff like, look, man, it's going to happen on their timeline, not ours. We need to just buckle down and like brace for it. We got to accept it. It's going to be it's going to be hard work defeating the the cabal. So uh, just uh, just like rise and grind, my brothers. And it's like. Q never said that. Q said this shit was fucking easy peasy. Q Q said live, laugh, love. Yes. Q was Not just like, hey, grind. Everyone nope. Knows. Yeah, Q. Q was all about, hey, this thing's in the bag. We got it done. It's it's over before it even started. You don't have to worry about a thing, bro. <laughs> done and one, son. Yep, two more weeks. Just give me two more weeks, all set. And then, and now we're five years into it. And people are like, shut up and just accept it. We're gonna win when we win, but it, 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 just, just no deadlines. Don't worry about it. Like I, uh, one, um, one of the, my favorite things is like, I can't wait to be proven right. So many QAnon people say that. And it's like, well, just. just <laughs> oh, keep oh man, someday we'll have merch. Yep. Yep. I can't. <laughs> that'll be our shirt. I can't wait. I can't to be wait. Proven to, right. I can't, can't wait till I'm proven right. Yep. Any day now you're going to be proven right. Hey, just keep saying the Jets are going to win the Super Bowl. One of these years, you will be proven right. It may not be in your lifetime, maybe your kid's lifetime, but at some point, it probably will happen. Maybe it's so weird to think about like baseball being over a hundred years old. Yeah. God. Uh, so, uh, the next question is from Cleodora Silvestri, right? Clicking on your NFTs. I do believe is her name. If QAnon had a chess figure set, we could already assume Ronnie Watts and the queen of Canada would be the king and queen who would be the rooks, knights, bishops, in addition to the grifting victims as pawns. Um, well, the other thing you Jim Watkins would have to be one of those positions of power, right? Yes, yeah. Uh, Jim. Yeah, Jim, and Jim would probably be the rooks, Jim, because Jim feels kind of rookie to me. He's kind of blocking. And also, would you want Trump as the king, even though Rod Watkins is like actually Q? So maybe the Watkinses are both just bishops. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rod would be bishop. Or uh, rooks. Ro- yeah. Uh, well, I would. Uh, 
what was I going to say? I, Jim's either a uh, Jim's a rook. Ron's either a bishop or a knight. Um, Ron's too timid I, to be a knight. Okay, so he's a bishop then. That's fine. <laughs> so we have oh, like Michael Flynn would be a knight one hundred percent. Oh man, it's all day. Michael Flynn's the knight. This, this right here. Oh, this, Durham, Durham. Um, oh my god this this chess this chess set is our grift. Yeah. This is <laughs> we finally everything found else. It. We found our grift. This chess set. Oh my god, this is perfect because you have. Uh, I, I mean, I guess you can make Melania the queen. You just do Trump and Melania as the king and the queen. Then you have. Uh, you have Durham as one of the, the bishop or the knight. Then you have Flynn as the other one. The rooks. I mean, Cash Patel or just something cool looking like a cannon or something like that. And then the pawns are just like regular, like U.S. military soldiers. Then on the other side, you have the deep state. You have George Soros as the king. Hillary Clinton is the queen. Various Adam Schiff is one of the is, is the knights. Um, Dark Brandon. Dark yeah. Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could have Brandon as the king. That'd be fine. But they probably hate Soros more. I mean, that's the thing. You could make alternate kings for the bad guy's side and sell them as alternates. Oh, you're. Oh, this podcast is over. We are now the QAnon chess set podcast. We are going to make it rain. Oh, man. These suckers are going to buy this thing like you read about. Uh, someone get us a 3D printer. We are, we are making these sets. We are selling them. We are. We're we're gonna be millionaires. The the QAnon chess set is the ultimate grift. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to pretend that we didn't get this in a mailbag question. We came up with it on our own. Sorry, Cleodora, you get nothing out of this. Not a nickel. You're being cut out of the deal. The lawsuits file them. We don't care. <laughs> it's just yeah, are, yeah. Are we are we gonna are we gonna create cheating uh prostate vibrators? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, what's the, what's the name of that? Oh God, what's the name of that kid? Magnus. No, no, Magnus is the champion. The the Neil or like something. Yeah, the, the kid who cheated him. Yeah, we need to. That needs to be our promo. We need to get Magnus and that kid to play on our Q and on chess set as the ultimate scandal to strike while the iron's hot. Yeah. So we, there uh, we go. Synergy. Now, now yes. we're talking. Now we're talking some maximum synergies. <laughs> and our our final question is uh, from uh, Spagnoli. And the question is literally just the word thoughts. And it's a picture of someone wearing a, a dolphin head. And uh, the caption under them is Tua Non in, uh, in honor of Tua Tialova, the quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> and uh, apparently uh, I had I had made this, I had made jokes about Tua Non uh, previously because someone else had told me that Tua Non was already a thing that people were starting. So... This is a hilarious thing that apparently is a part of Miami Dolphins social media now. Gonna have to explain so, this. No, his name is Tua. So you just take two. You just take Tua. Yeah, T-U-A is his name. So you just take the T-U, then you capitalize the A, and then slap a non on it, and you have two anon. So it's just a way to symbolize and your Sarge, the, the Dolphins, three weeks in, and the Dolphins are good this year. So people are fired up about dolphin-related memes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. It's it's yes. the fish's time down here. Yes. This is truly the Miami Dolphins at the Goonies. It's <laughs> it's a save that their whole state is about to sink into the ocean. It's going to be hard for them to play. Yeah. Yeah. But a big win for the rest of us. Right. Yeah. So yeah, the state of Florida is uh, doing really uh, well in the sports ball when it comes to American uh, American foosball. The Buccaneers have Thomas Brady, who's still allegedly good at this game, and uh, 
On top of that, the Dolphins are undefeated, and the Jacksonville Jaguars are apparently the greatest team in the NFL. So, yeah, if you enjoy Florida football, you are doing quite well. So, combobulations, uh, America's horrifyingly evil phallus for being good at the sport, the only sport that America truly cares about. Hashtag fuck baseball. Yeah, that's right. I said it. Knocking baseball down a peg or two. Piece yeah, of this shit. podcast has never taken that stance before. No, never, never, not once. Historically, we've been a very pro baseball podcast. Oh, God, incredibly, incredibly, yeah. Um, here to let you know that the Beastie Boys, Beastie Boys rhymes are tight, and all other stances that we've always had consistently from episode one, one hundred percent, all day, every day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, put a grape on it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And so that brings us to our question of numerous. Uh, what are you guys looking forward to? Uh, as soon as I'm done with you, Clouds, I'm going to go back to play Storybook Brawl. It's got its hooks in me, and I've been playing it. I'm in deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I will. I, it's not what I'm looking forward to, but I, too, am addicted to Storybook Brawl. So it's, it's, it is awesome. And we, Add- we, addicted we encourage- to it, but somehow not looking forward to it. Hey, well, I have other things to look forward to, but uh, Storybook Brawl is fine. It's great. Yeah, I bet you're going to be like, oh, I'm looking forward to football or whatever. It's so <laughs> predictable. Yeah. Uh, I am looking forward to, I'm a big, huge nerd. I'm looking forward to painting some, uh, assembling some minis and painting them later. I uh, got into Warhammer when I was a wee lad, a teenager with a, a second edition box. And I've always wanted some space elves. So for my birthday last month, I bought myself some space elf screaming meanie ladies and I'm going to assemble and paint them. That sounds both like a hoot and a holler. So yeah. if you get the right yeah. like show on, it's really nice. Yeah, and uh, L's right. I really am always looking for, like, basically football season's my life. It's my sad, pathetic existence for those, like, five months. And then when it's over, it's over. I've actually had people come up to me, like, during, like, Super Bowl week, and they're just like, Mike, what are you going to do now that football's over? And I'm just like, cry. Just, like, cry a lot. It's pretty much my existence. Um, For those of you who have to use the theater of the mind, I'm wearing my snazzy new Amon Ra St. Brown Detroit Lions jersey for the podcast. Um, nice, nice, nice. I, I am actual death uh, this year when um, I wore a Joe Burrow jersey week one. The uh, Bengals immediately lost, which was awesome. Um, I forget exactly who. Oh, um, and then I busted out another jersey for week two. That player immediately lost. I was wearing a I was wearing a Patriot jersey week three. Another loss for the Patriots, and I had this jersey on order. And Amon Ross St. Brown got injured immediately, so I am a hex. So uh, if you don't want your favorite team, Hex, if you don't want your favorite player injured, let me know who they are, and then I will blackmail you into me not purchasing some merchandise of that team or that player so that you will be uh, free from the Mike Rains voodoo that is apparently paralyzing uh, this world. Which well, I didn't know go. I had. I didn't know I had until, like, literally it's been confirmed to me back-to-back-to-back weeks. There you have it. Mike Rains yes. laced in arcane energy. What oh. what what a what an absolute maniacal magician he is. <laughs> I, I, I'm not dark, Brandon. What's like milder than dark? Like uh, I gray. don't know, Brandon like, the Gray, Gray, yeah, uh, Foggy, Foggy Mike. Transitioning, you're transitioning, Mike. <laughs> Sounds right. 
Apropos, like, n- n- uh, apropos of nothing, I was uh, walking through the parking lot of the casino, and one of my employees actually called me Crazy Mike, just oh, crazy out of Mike. nowhere. And I was just like, man, holy, I mean, that that hoary old chestnut of a nickname I have not heard in, like, I don't know, 20 years. And, but they were just like, boom. And, I, and I, I was like, yep, apparently that's just me. Apparently that's just something that is inescapable to my existence. What a crazy anecdote. Uh, yes. thank, you for sh- thank you for sharing it to us, your co-host, but more importantly for sharing it with our dear listeners. And thank you, dear listeners, for supporting the show. You can continue to support the show for free by giving us a five-star review uh, wherever you get your podcast from. It helps out because it tells the algorithm that we're doing something right. If you have money and you want to support us with that money, you can do so by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash pokerpolitics. $5 or more a month gets you access to all of our back catalog of content, uh, including a bunch of different series that we have wrapped up where we watch and discuss uh, Q-related media uh, like Fall of the Cabal and our series Cabalin, etc. The most recent series, which we will get back to posting episodes of soon, I promise, is Queeb. Cash writes everything around me. We're reading Cash Patel's the plot against the king, the QAnon children's book. Uh, it's a fun time. So come join us uh, if you would like access to more of our sweet, sweet content. If you have money and you don't want to give it to us, you can do some good with it by donating it to love146.org. They are an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. Or you can just make sure that it's going to line the pockets of your favorite Democrat. That's right. I don't care about the race. Just make people who are already doing well even richer. That's what I'm about here. Capitalism at its finest. At some point, it'll trickle down, baby, right into my waiting mouth. Thank you, as always, to DJ Minimal Effort for use of our intro song. No social media for them, but thank you nonetheless. Thank you to our friend Frosty for all of our voiceover artist work, including our bumps, etc. Uh, you can find them on Twitter at FrostyVO. You can find the show on Twitter at HellWorld with a Q instead of an O. You can find me on Twitter at HellWorldL. Sarge at Sergeant Hell, And Mike Reigns is, of course, at PokerPolitics. So for another successful episode of the Adventures of the Hellward podcast, I have been one of your hosts, the mysterious L, joined by my co-host, the less mysterious Sarge, and this week, the even more mysterious Mr. Mike Rains, who also happens to be our expert in all things QAnon crazy. Good speed, patriots! <laughs> Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.